welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. Hi there, my name is Brian Collins and welcome to this episode of the Become a Writer Today podcast. So in this episode, I want to talk about a question that many new writers and aspiring authors have. And it's certainly a question that I had when I was working as a journalist and as a blogger and also when I was trying to publish uh, my first book. And that question is, how can I become a better writer? And the answer to that question really depends on what level you're at, how long you've been writing and what becoming a better writer means for you. So, for example, Stephen King might think success means topping the New York Times bestseller list, but success for a new writer could be getting published in a magazine for the first time, or success for a blogger could mean writing for another popular blog, or maybe growing their email list to a certain amount uh, by the end of the month. Um, Now, for a long time for me, success meant writing pretty little sentences, I set out and I tried to write uh, the, the great Irish novel and I spent a lot of time writing and rewriting the same sentences over and over and over, which really wasn't a good use of time and suffice to say I failed. But I actually learned something more about the craft of writing through this failure and I ultimately discovered that how to become a better writer for me means writing nonfiction and helping readers. So let's get into the seven different ways that you can become a better writer. So the first way you can become a better writer is to decide what type of writer you are. Now for years, like I was saying before, I wondered should I write fiction or non-fiction? And I all often said to myself, what type of fiction should I write? And how do I balance both types of writing? Because they're, they're very different. Uh, and in 2015, I actually even self-published a novella, which not many people bought. But these days I only write non-fiction. And, and why is that? Well. You see, that same year in 2015, I took a writing class by the writing coach Robert McKee. And at the end of the class, I went up to him and he's quite an intimidating guy, but he's also maybe a creative hero of mine. And I said, Robert, how can I decide what to write next? And he he looked at me after he, he, he autographed a copy of his book and said, write what you love to read. And on the way home on the train that night uh, from Kerry back to near Dublin, where I live, I opened up my Kindle library and I looked at all the books I was reading. And I discovered that all the books I was reading were were business books, they were self-help books, they were memoirs, they were biographies, they were non-fiction. And that's when I kind of really realised that rather than trying to write a thriller novel, which I don't really read much of, or rather than trying to write literary Irish fiction, which at the time I wasn't reading much of, I'd be better off spending my time reading what I love, or excuse me, writing what I love to read. And that was non-fiction. And it still is non-fiction and I haven't looked back. So you can decide what type of writer you are by looking at what you read. And once you've got an answer to that question, you'll be able to become a better writer. Okay, so my next tip for you is to set a realistic short-term goal for your writing. A while back, I was coaching a new writer in his early 20s, and he explained to me how he was struggling to balance writing with his college work. He said, I just can't can't seem to make time for writing. And I get it. I didn't make a lot of time for writing either when I was in college because I was too busy going to lectures and going to the pub and sleeping off hangovers. Now, for this new writer, cultivating a daily writing habit is a realistic short-term goal. So he could say to himself, 
you know what, every Monday to Friday at 8am I'm going to sit down at my desk and I'm going to write for just 15 minutes about a single topic. Now, a more experienced writer might not have trouble getting motivated to write, but she could be struggling with perfectionism. She might think, oh, my ideas aren't good enough and nobody will ever read this. I still need to get this chapter right. And that's something I've been guilty of too. So for her, a realistic goal could be, I will find an editor to work with by the end of this month and I will send him or her my drafts as soon as I finish. The next way you can become a better writer is to publish your work early and often. Let me explain. It's not enough to send your writing to your wife or your husband or your best friend or your mom or your dad or to just leave it sitting in your drawer, which I did for years. Because those close to you are probably going to say, oh, I love it, it's great, you should just keep doing this. And if you let it sit in your drawer, you're not going to get any real feedback that you can use to become a better writer. Instead, you need to get out there, you need to get feedback from potential readers and other writers, other people who are doing what you're doing. And this is the quickest way to become a better writer, and it's often free. So if you write non-fiction, you can do this by starting a blog, you can publish your articles on Medium and even get paid for it if you join the Medium Partner Program. Or you could write guest blog posts for other sites related to your niche. If you write non-fiction, you can become a better, excuse me, if you write fiction, you can become a better writer by publishing chapters or stories on the social media network Wattpad. You could join a creative writing group, which I was a member of for a long time, and that's a great way of getting feedback from other fiction writers. Or you could enter various fiction writing competitions because they give you a deadline to work towards. Okay, so my next tip for becoming a better writer is to combine writing with another skill. You see, I hate to break it to you, but there's not a huge chance that we're all going to become Stephen King or Malcolm Gladwell or J.K. Rowling successful. These writers are in the top 1% of their craft and there's not much room up there for everybody else. So how can everybody else find success? Well, there's an idea in Tools of the Titans that Tim Ferriss and Scott Adams, the, uh, the creator of Dilbert, talk about and Scott Adams tells Tim Ferriss that capitalism rewards things that are both rare and valuable. You can make yourself rare by combining excuse me combining two or more pretty goods until no one else has your mix. At least one of the skills in your mixture should evolve communication either written or verbal and it could be as simple as learning how to sell more effectively than 75% of the world. So if you're a writer you've got the communication or the written communication down so why not combine it by learning the basics of marketing? And that's easier than it sounds. You just gotta figure out what your readers want and what they're willing to pay for. So you can just go and look at the book charts on Amazon or you can see what's trending on networks like Medium. Or if you have an email list and you're a blogger, you can email your readers and get on a Skype conversation with them and ask them what kind of things they like to read and what's keeping them up at night. And you can also publish extracts of your work online gauge the reaction and use all those numbers and analytics to learn what you should write more of. The next way you can become a better writer is to learn the different elements of your craft. You see, for years I used to think becoming a good writer or a better writer meant lining up pretty little sentences in a row. And I spent hours reading printouts of my short stories and I'd agonize over picking the right words and I would be going through the dictionary and the thesaurus and reading grammar books and wondering had I killed enough adjectives and admitted enough needless words. To be honest, there wasn't really a great use of time because you can only self-edit so far before you need to get an editor to help you. And learning to work with an editor is a different skill to self-editing and it's also a different skill to writing first drafts. 
So depending on your genre or who you're writing for, you may need to learn elements or skills like headline writing, telling captivating stories, how to introduce an article or, or a chapter, how to transition from one chapter to the next, how to optimize your articles for search engines like Google, how to break up your writing for digital readers versus readers who are reading your book uh, on print. And you may even need to look at how your relationship between reading and writing. So these are all different skills and learning how and when to do and apply these skills takes time. And all of that brings me to number six, get the professionals in. You see, if you're an amateur writer with no intentions of earning income from your craft, it's fine to write for your, by yourself. But professional writers, that's those who get paid because they're good, always work with editors. They know the answer to the question, do I need an editor, is almost always a resounding yes. Now, it costs several hundred dollars to hire an editor to work on a draft of a book. And many new writers kind of balk at, you know, spending that much money on something that might not make a return. But the thing is, this critical feedback will help you fix problems in your book far faster than trying to do it alone. And it will help you improve your craft. So even if you don't earn the money directly back from your first book, think of it this way. You're getting an education in your craft and you're saving yourself a lot of time and agonizing rewrites. And this is something that Steven Pinker, the author of The Sense of Style, talks about in his book, The Sense of Style. And he says, I often find that when a ruthless editor forces me to trim an article to fit into a certain number of column inches, the quality of my prose improves as if by magic. Brevity is the soul of wit and many other virtues in writing. And I completely agree with that sentiment from Steven Pinker. And if you can't afford to hire an editor, I just encourage you to reframe the expense as an investment in your business, in your education or your craft. And if that still doesn't work for you, you know, you could join one of those writing groups that I talked about and offer to critique another writer's story in exchange for a critique of your, yours. Or you could work at an agreement with an editor whereby they review your work on a chapter by chapter or article basis. And if you're looking to find an editor, I recommend using the service Readsy, or you could also use Kibben for shorter article writing. My final tip for becoming a better writer is to practice. You see, if you want to improve at any skill, you've got to put in your reps, you've got to work in it over and over and over until you learn what you're good at, what you're not good at, and you will get better over time. And writing practice could be things like journal writing, it could be writing articles, it could be blog posts, it could be headline writing, it could even be writing thrillers, it could be writing for the money or for the market, it could be writing for yourself, it could be writing because it hurts, or it could be just be writing for the sheer hell of it. Practicing your craft daily will help you find answers to your burning questions and improve and become better at writing. You need to put time in the chair to gain mastery over your craft and get your technique down. And that's all there is to it. So I hope you found this episode interesting. If you've got feedback on the format for these podcasts so far, please shoot me an email, brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at becomearitertoday.com. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.